Um, so, what is it like to have to balance being an actor and then going to substitute teaching? Or are they, are they both acting jobs? Interesting question. <laughs> she was like, hmm. Um, I generally, well, it's December right now, so I'm not substitute teaching, right. obviously. But generally, I'll do it between contracts. Like, if I'm waiting mm. to get paid again, I will substitute, substitute teach to get paid. Yeah. Um, I've been considering this year, because I have Mondays and Tuesdays off from the railroad, there's no entertainment there those days, um, substituting Mondays and Tuesdays. Just, you know, because mm-hmm. I like money. Money's it, great. It is helpful and beneficial. It's, you know... So nice when you have it, and so terrible when you don't. It, I am feeling that now. Yep, yep, yep. So I've been considering that. Um, I'm also the I choreographed a musical at Penn Manor High School. Oh. So it's nice. I like to substitute teach high school more than elementary. Middle school's fine. Um, middle school's fine. Middle school's fine. I've heard middle school is the worst because it's like where everyone's like figuring themselves out. Well, yes, but, like, as a substitute teacher, I've come to notice that elementary school kids, they need a lot more of, you know, they're children. Yeah, Yeah. they need more of guidance, and it's hard, at least for me, when you don't know the kids, and you're Mm. only there for a day, and you're like, you have needs that I don't really know how to meet, because I've just met you, and you have to, like, manage, like, 26 little kids, and you're like... Oh, dear. So for me personally, (laughs) I like to substitute teach high school because those kids generally, you're like... They know what they're doing. Yeah, you're like, okay, you're going to do this. And they're like, awesome. And then the only question I get is like, you know, where do I turn this in? Or can I go to the bathroom? And I'm like, absolutely, you can. Um, And when I substitute teach, I like to try to get either positions in like chorus or orchestra or band. Of course, right. Or an English class or like art Mm -hmm. i try to get those substitute teaching jobs and it's nice because at penn manor like i grew up in that program and like i know those teachers right so it's nice to be like oh i'm in for similowitz today perfect and i was like i know how a chorus works at penn manor um other schools it's like okay i don't really but like it's the same like i can i can be like do your sight reading you know um and it's nice when I substitute teach at Penn Manor because then I know all those a lot of the kids from the musical. So it's nice to go in and be like, okay, I see familiar faces and like kids also listen better. <laughs> when they're like, ah yes, I know Alyssa. I want to be right. cast in a musical. I can't be a jerk. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um so how do you get to substitute at multiple places? Because I've never encountered that. So the way it works, at least in Pennsylvania, is I started during the height of the pandemic Lovato. Um, Sorry, I was like, <laughs> what was that? I was like, oh, I got you. The pandemic Lovato. Um, I was like, no, like, no theater's happening. Mm. Nowhere's open. So I... Got my background checks. I got FBI checks. I got fingerprinted. All the stuff you have to do. All the stuff you have to do. I got a TB test, which is just delightful to have happen to your body. Um, 
they oh the tuberculosis tuberculosis yeah I was like what they stick the needle in between the layers of your skin and then they wiggle it around to put the the drop in there like it's the thing it's a thing where I hate needles though it doesn't feel any worse than like a shot or getting your blood taken it's just looking exactly it's when you have when you see it that it's like I I know every single time I have to go to doctors I'm like listen uh, I want to be on Twitter over here. Yeah. You, here's my arm. Do whatever you have to do. Tell me when I'm done, and don't even tell me when you put it in because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be tense, and I know that's not what you need. Yeah, I went on Accutane during the pandemic, which is like some pretty intense drugs for clearing up acne, and I had to get my blood taken every month. Mm. So I've become better at it, but I still would have to just like I'd give my arm. And then I'd be like, oh, what's happening over there? Yeah, what? <laughs> hey, uh, kids, uh, you want to hear a joke? I just learned and I'm, I'm totally, I totally haven't told a million times on a million other doctors, <laughs> including you, <laughs> in the past. Right? I just, yeah. The needles are just, and I had to get, when I got the choreographer position, I had to get another TB test. Because they're like, your other one's like two years old. We don't want that. And I was like, but you only had to get another five years. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they don't want to. I had a I had I had a stitching. You see my finger how it's dented. Yes. I was dumb, and okay. <laughs> I, I might still be dumb. But um, what I did, I was like, uh, I was riding a bike, and I was like, I wonder what happens if I put my finger on the gear chain while I'm riding my bike. No. And it got stuck on the gear chain, and it, uh. went, it went around, and uh, I came off, and I was like, oh, half my finger is missing. I had to tip my finger at least. And uh, so I had to get stitches. Oh. Yeah. And so what the, what they had, I and I was at least 11. At, uh, at least 11 or 10 or 11. And they had to get three nurses to sit on me. Because you. Because I was, <laughs> not, I saw the needle. The needle was this big. And, I, and, and I, in my mind, I'm in like this wide. And I'm like thinking in my head, that's going to go through my finger. <laughs> it's going to go right through. And like they were gonna, like they were gonna shove it through my finger. Oh, because I was dumb. <laughs> you were a kid, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I was like, <sighs> and so they had to get three nurses to hold me down, and that's that's that, that's a strong kid. <laughs> yeah. Three kid, three nurses to hold just so they can get a little shot. And, but it, but I was right. It hurt. <laughs> but I was right. Those nurses lied to me. Yeah, they was like, it's going to be a pinch. No. It was, and it's probably because I was all tensed up that the reason why it hurt so bad. Um, but after that, it, it was like, oh, this is, I don't feel my finger anymore. <laughs> I'm numb. I'm numb. It's okay. It's the same, uh, same thing at the dentist. Uh, when they like put the numbing jelly on, like at the fix, I'm like, and I, I'm convinced it doesn't work. Cause okay. They, well, because, uh, you know, the whole Bill Cosby bit where it's like, oh, my lips are on the floor. Yeah. Whatever. But um, I can still feel the cold water. Like, like the water, like, I can feel it. Uh, I guess you're supposed to not be able to feel it. I can still feel, like, the pain, like, a dull pain. I feel like I feel like I've got it too many times to the point where I'm like starting to feel a little like bit maybe, of immunity. Maybe uh, I don't know if that if that's how that works. I have no idea. But I I assume once you use something enough, you know, you get you get used yeah. to it and it doesn't work as well. I wonder if that works for numbing numbing shots. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But 
Or maybe I just need multiple shots of it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe just have to up your dosage. But it's it's like it still hurts when I, when I, when I'm drilling into my tooth or whatever. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. And that's why I started the brushing and flossing my teeth all the time. All the time. Because I haven't had a cavity. And uh, I went back to the dentist one time, and, and it was the first time ever. And they said, you're good to go. No, no, I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm good. I can go. I can go. I, I don't have to stay in endure pain. I'm free to leave. I'm, I'm free? I'm free. I'm a free elf. <laughs> <laughs> Is a free elf. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, I gotta get fillings redone. But uh, but mm. whatever, I'll deal with it. I got two. I gotta get done. So now I'm just like, uh, preparing for that mentally. That's fair. That's fair. But for uh, going back to teaching children. Yes, teaching children. <laughs> what are um? So that's cool. You get to so you get to do multiple schools. Yeah. And it's kind of like a like a tenure. You get to pick and choose. Whichever ones you want to do? Kind of, yeah. There's an a website and an app. And, like, once I got approved to substitute teach, I got to select the schools. Like, they give me my area. Mm-hmm. And they were like, these are the schools in your area. And so I picked, like, Penn Manor and Township and Ephrata and, you know, all of the school districts around here. Right. And so I go into a system. They have a system and then they have all of the jobs posted. And my mom was a substitute teacher when I was growing up, and she would wait every morning. They would call her, and they'd be like, these are the jobs we have available. And she'd be like, great, cool, that's the one I'm taking. But now with, like, COVID and teacher shortages, I just log in. I just log in, and there's... Millions. Yeah, dozens. And, like, I can just go through, and I can just pick, this is where I'm going to go today, that's where I'll go on Wednesday, and, like... You can go pretty far out, but yeah, I just go in and I can filter by like, I don't want to wake up that early tomorrow, so I'm not going to pick the schools farther away that I have to drive more mm-hmm. for. So I'll pick the closer schools and then, yeah. It's That's nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I, I've i been wanting to do substitute teaching for a while because I like to do, I like working with kids. I work with kids at, at school, or not school, at uh, my job already. I teach children how to swim. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm working with kids in high pressure, much higher stress situations <laughs> than that might. Well, I mean, it's life or death. Well, it is life and death. But and people and the kids do. Do I, if I could, uh, the bruises I have from people like grabbing and kicking me in the wrong areas or, or like whatever, wherever, uh, because you know they're just freaking out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Most most schools don't have that high stress. Yeah. Most of the time, at least. Most of the time, yeah. Um, but, uh, I would love to get into that. Yeah. So what was the website you used? Or so the service I go through is the substitute teaching service, mm. STS. STS. Yeah. And they, they take care of everything. You're going to have to watch some very fun videos. I've watched videos in the past. So I can do it again. I've yeah. watched boring movies I didn't want to watch, but. I'm, that's really fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, it was a whole day for me of me being like. I understand how this works. It's the worst part because we you have to do like work safety. I worked in factories. You have to do work safety training videos, and it's like how to like operate a forklift. And I know how to operate, operate a, a forklift. forklift, and it's like, all right, I know it's fifteen minutes, and I can't skip. 
And I can't, I just gotta have to sit here and do the mind numbing. Do the mind numbing watching. Yes, I know how to turn a forklift. I know it's different than a car, and because it's rear 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 wheel drive. Like oh. specific, like specifically, it's real real rear behind wheel <laughs> steering. Steering back wheels. Well, it's it's the back wheels that steer it. Yeah. So it is way different than driving a car, and sometimes I get confused. Okay. Um, so I I I'm just driving a forklift is a skill yeah. because the the front wheels they don't steer at all. If, I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that at all. Yeah, so that's not that's not how you. So it's it's you have to position position here and then use your wheels to behind you to turn into the spot, right? So it. Oh. So yeah, forklift driving isn't like driving a car at all. In okay. some ways it is, in some ways it's not. But you have to be conscious of oh, if I turn. The point is up here, not the point back here, right? Mm, okay. So it is a little that would, weird. Yeah, that it would is, mess me up. Yeah, well, it messes so many people <laughs> up because they're like, because in, in order to, to turn uh, left, you don't just turn the wheel this way. You have to turn it slightly, and then that that's enough to get you going all the way around. All the way because if you turn it enough, you're just going to be eating donuts. Circles. Yeah, that's from so behind. Funny. Yeah. So and and uh, you know the lifting the levers and all that jazz. There's all that, and that's that's a little that's new to most being car yeah. drivers. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But uh, for the most part, it's it's just annoying. Like because okay, I've I've already been like forklift certified, so I have to do it again and, and again, again and again. Certification for forklift is like oh I'm I'm certified. Because it's it's like new for each different place, and it's not it's it's like unofficially certification. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I am forklift certified, quote unquote, but you don't. There's no certificate. There's like certificate. you don't get a piece of paper. There's no piece of paper. There's like okay, buddy. Uh, I'm sure you are. Everyone's forklift certified. Certified, yeah. So you have to redo it, and it's like oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I have to watch this video. I have to put on the handbrake. I know. There was one summer in college, the summer before I went abroad, I started working at Giant because they paid really well. And I was like, great, money for mm-hmm. Italy. I had to watch the most soul-crushing video about how to bag groceries. And I was just like... I wish they made those fun. Right? They could do it. There's Have you seen some of the security videos, like, uh, like the self-defense videos? Where they're they're teaching you something, but it is hilarious the way they do it. I have not. <laughs> it's it, so it's like it's it's uh it's like bad self defense videos. Okay. Um. Um. Not in that, not in the sense that they're made poorly, but because they they do teach you like self defense, but the memes people make out of them, or the memes they make out of themselves, are okay. are so funny that you just have like. Uh, some of the like if you do it fast enough, yeah, you're gonna be good at it. Yeah. But the way they do it is they do it so slow that it is hilarious. Okay. So like, say someone's like pointing something at you from behind, um, and I don't say the word because people don't like the word. Yeah. Um, but uh, and and the 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 video will go like pop, like really slowly, but then someone will make a TikTok of that and like, but and then they're in heaven. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Of, the, of like them trying it out, um, but it does work. You just have to be quick enough to do it. Yeah. But the joke is, people are quick, quick enough, enough to, to do, do it. it. So it's like okay, okay, and then they're in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know why, but that reminds me of the 
the TikTok trend, the ulcer, the some body <laughs> when you slam into something. You're the Shrek one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh oh, they're goodness. so fun. Um, TikTok is, is funny. I love TikTok. I didn't I, get on it till the pandemic. I now. didn't get on it until just a few weeks ago. Okay. Uh, because of the show, I want to yeah. promote the show, and we're going to promote the show other than Instagram or TikTok, where everybody's at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I've I've been doing that, and it's like, oh, I really wish I had gotten TikTok soon because some of the like I like watching the cooking. There's this guy who does like the old school cooking books. His name's Dylan. Dil- I think so. It's yeah. like it's like the skull, skull, the the tall skinny dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like he's blonde. We got it is blonde. Eggy. Eggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. Oh man, I really wish I came on here sooner because I'm gonna try every single one. <laughs> right? Like, there's ones that he's like, "This is really good," and I'm like, "Oh." And it's like three, three, three ingredients that like I have in my kitchen. Right? I'm and like, it's okay. like, it's like potato donuts from the 1930s. 30s. This shouldn't work, but I'm gonna try it anyway. anyway. And it's like, this works. And it's like, well, duh. These people were making it happen. We're making it happen in yeah. the least making it happen time of ever. Yeah. History. All of his depression cooking book recipes, I'm like, okay. Okay. As as a struggling college student, I could do that. I was like, yes, okay. I will pay no money to have all that food. All that food and donuts. Donuts. Made out of potatoes. Right? That taste amazing. Taste and there aren't and they aren't that bad for me. Yeah, right? Because I'm eating potatoes. Yeah, it's not a real donut, it's potatoes. <laughs> it's potatoes. It's potato it's a potato donut. And that shouldn't work, but it does. It does. Do you have you found uh, Southern Omaha Cat Lady? No. So she'll duet with cooking videos. And have you seen the, the hamburger pancakes video? I have not. So the video's been like taken off the internet now. I tried to find the original. I think the account deleted itself. But it's this really weird cooking hacks channel. And they essentially like put, they're like, we're making burgers. And then they put ground beef in the bowl, and then they put like milk, and heavy cream, and <laughs> and flour, which like oh, no. okay, binding agent, flour, breadcrumbs, whatever, and like an egg, whatever, that's normal. Yeah, yeah. And then she put baking powder in it, which you shouldn't need a rising agent for a burger. A burger. <laughs> um, rising the meats. <laughs> right, and like she like mixes it all up, and it's like this vaguely pink, like liquid looking stuff. And then she spoons it into oil like it's pancakes, but it's supposed to be burgers. Right. It's disgusting looking. But watching this woman react to just everything that's happening, she's like, <laughs> I'm worried for you being alone in your house. <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> but then she'll also do it videos that are like really good, like people that just make good recipes. I don't know. I like her. I lo- I, it, the thing I like on TikTok the most are the comedy bits. The comedy sketches, they're like Vine. It's like yeah. Back in the day, they're great. And the cooking stuff. I love the cooking stuff. The cooking stuff. Like, I, 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 uh, there's this Cajun guy that does all the Cajun stuff. Like, he, he, was, he, like, pours, like, and I'm talking, like, big pots of everything. Like, stuff that I don't eat. I can't even, like, he's got a whole bucket of corn on the cob, and he's like, Pour it in there, and I'm like, I wish I was that rich to have that, that much corn. corn on the cob. And well, he puts like all these spices. He puts like 
uh, and even like the, the the drink mixing videos where they pour like a whole bottle of vodka or something, and like they put a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they, they just pour, 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 dump it in their sink or whatever. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, I get you wanting to make like an instructional video, but then you're wasting all this stuff you paid money for. Yeah, it's, and it's like, I, first off, me as a person, I need to know like the eight. First off, I don't like to drink. Anyway, yeah. But uh, if if you're gonna make a video like that, at least give us like the proper measurements, right? Yeah. That's like whole bottle stuff. So like, I, I don't want to drink that all for myself. Yeah, that's more of like a party thing, and I'm not buying that much liquor for a party. I'm just no. saying. No, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> I love you, friends, but no. no. <laughs> Bottles and that stuff's expensive. That stuff is expensive, and then he's got like got top shelf stuff, and I'm like, and then you're I, dumping it out, and then you're dumping it out. That's and money wasted. I want to know what they do after the video. Do they just let it sit there? Or do they drink it all? Or do they yeah. just let it go down the drain? I, I want to know. Do they just get rid of it? I want to know. Yeah. What do you do? What What do you do? What What do you do? What do, <laughs> what do you do? Let me know. That's, there's a guy who leaves things. So he'll get vodkas. And then he'll leave random things in the vodka for a week. Mm. just like just to see what happens just to see what happens he says I'm leaving like he did um, a jawbreaker I just saw mm. leaving this in vodka for a week or until something interesting happens so you've got the alcohol dissolving mm-hmm. whatever he puts in it and then like all this alcohol in this mason jar that he's just poured in and then it, yeah. it just looks like the jawbreaker didn't go well like he was like it's just Thicker vodka with paper in it because it was on a stick. And I was like, oh, gross. Wasted all that vodka for what? For what? Yeah, you'd waste all that time and those resources. There's a a cool guy called the Backyard Scientist on on YouTube. And he does some of these cool experiments. Like, what if I chuck this this aluminum, this hot boiling aluminum, into the pool? What happens? And that's the stuff that's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. That's something I want to know what happens in that. Uh, and, and, or, or even better, um, How Ridiculous is a channel on YouTube, and there's three Australian dudes, and they're Christian also, which makes it really nice. Yeah. Um, and what they do is they, for the longest time, they had a giant tower they would just throw stuff off of and just see what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's so funny. But it's so cool, is it not? So, so they got this, like, they got, like, this giant axe that they would have up, like, this giant point, and they would just throw, like, like a car onto it. And see what happened, like a like a refrigerator. See what happens, and the, or they got like the, these giant bump, uh, rubber band balls and just throw it. See where it goes, and or they'll do these challenges. Like they'll throw rubber duckies. See how, see how many rubber duckies you can catch, and like stuff like they play like games like that. Or um, a, another great one where they went to the a dam in in the Netherlands, and like these like giant dam, and they're like, all right, let's throw a. A giant exercise ball full of water and see what happens. And it just explodes. Exploded. That's so funny. And they have like slow mo uh, video of all of this as well. So you can just see what happens in like real time and see like how stuff splits apart. And it's one of the weirdest. Vi- like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. We're going to throw stuff off of it. That reminds me of those like hydraulic press videos. Yeah. Where they just go slow motion and you see everything just explode from the pressure. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's soothing to watch. It's it's oddly satisfying right? is, is like the Reddit. Yeah. 
And that and the hot knife videos. Yeah. I love a hot knife. <laughs> <laughs> but just like watching it just cut through everything. Yeah, so smoothly. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so nice. So back to, uh, <laughs> have you ever considered film or uh, like videotaping yourself or, or whatever? Yes. 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 Um, I did... I was very lucky that my my school had a very good on-camera class, mm. um, which I got my reel from, from the footage from that class. But I don't know. I prefer live theater to film, I think I've discovered. Why? For me, as a performer, filming things out of order messes with me. Mm-hmm. I like I like when you're on stage doing the whole story at once you can actually grow with it mm-hmm. as opposed to okay now you're in this scene and I need you to get to this place right like if you film that like, makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah if you film like a, a climactic scene first I'm right. like we're jumping right into it I haven't had time to I haven't had time to take understand this journey yeah how we got here yeah right I, I, I'm okay with that. I don't prefer it to live theater, mm. if that makes sense. No, I understand. Um, also, I'll do it like three times, and then I'll get bored and be done and not want to do more takes. I'm like, no, I've done it. I'm not going to do right. anything. Please stop. So, so what is it like putting together a reel for like being an actor or uh, like getting headshots and stuff like that? Yes. Because that's, like, that's the thing you need to do. Yes, it is. Um, headshots are, I want to say easier. Um, you just have to find a good photographer and you need, well, that and you need to be able to curate your look. Yeah. And the outfits and all that. The outfits and all the changes. Um, I'm very fortunate because one of my friends in college, he was like, I think I want to start doing headshots. So the headshot I have now, he did for $60 for me in college because he was like. That's a great headshot too. The, the one um, that I used? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'm figuring it out, so, you know, will you be my guinea pig? Like, I won't charge you a lot of money, and then we can just have an hour and mm-hmm. do whatever. I was like, absolutely. He's actually coming here to Lancaster to Creative Pursuits. Oh, yeah. In August to do headshots. And I was like, hey, Kyle, <laughs> want to give me new headshots? <laughs> and he was like, sure. So I'm going to get them redone by him because I like him. He's my friend. I trust him. Right, of course. Um, and that's that's another thing. You have to know the people you're doing dealing with yeah. because oh my gosh, you can get pretty much scammed though in a lot of cases. Yeah. You've gotta make sure that you know your photographer's work and their product and mm-hmm. you can be like, Okay, yes, I've seen your work. I like what you do. I see that you have a client base and consistently are able to provide you this have good work. reviews. You have good reviews. <laughs> exactly. So I'm very fortunate to have a friend, mm-hmm. a good friend who does headshots, which is nice for me. Um, reels, usually, so you can pay people to do your reel. That's also very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very fortunate because in my on-camera class in college, at the end, we got a reel. Like mm. They assembled all of our clips and the editors that would edit our scenes in the for class. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they got paid to do it, well, but course, they got paid by the school. By the school, yeah. Yeah. It was free for you to get it. It was free for me to get it, which was really nice. And I'm still in the window where 
because I was 22 when I got that reel, and I'm 25 now, so, like, I'm still in the window where I can use it. (laughs) I am still old. I am an elder. Is that, like, your typecast, do you think? Old? Oh, I mean, because there's, like, the typecast that people get, like, uh, for some people it's, like, mothers, some people it's, like, you know? Yeah. Is that kind of, what? what is your typecast? My typecast is either villain. Villain? Yes. You're the queen of the night. Yes. I'm very much, I'm very much a Dolores Umbridge, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, or, like, just, just crazy. Crazy is also one. The crazy cat lady. <laughs> Not necessarily, like, like. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn crazy. Yes. Cat lady. <laughs> Cat lady, yes. Or gen- generally it is, I guess I can boil it down to like high-powered woman. Mm. Then put some stank on it. Cruella <laughs> DeVille, gotcha. Yeah, I have played her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Dutch Apple did Descendants last year oh. and I played her in Descendants. I haven't seen Descendants. It, I hadn't seen it till I did the musical. Fair enough. Yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. That's so cool that you get to be a, a, a bad girl, a bad, bad butt, bad girl. <laughs> yes, it's it's the most fun. It's yeah. the most fun. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, uh, I, sometimes I feel bad for some of the people who like, because well, there's the argument, right, that you shouldn't be typecast, but then there's also the argument, well, you should lean into it because that's how you're going to get your more, more, roles. more roles, right? Yeah. So where do you land on that argument? It's frustrating. Um, I also think casting directors have no imagination. Most of them do. Like, you know, there's a reason why people who play roles all look the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's like a genre look for like, if you're going to cast like, if you're going to cast a princess, it's got to be a skinny, beautiful, you know. Yeah, it's going to look like this. And more casting directors have started changing mm-hmm. that. More conscious people have been able to be like, no, we don't need the skinny blonde white girl to play Cinderella, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so casting directors, I think, are starting to get better with that. Unless it's, like, specifically written into the script. Exactly. Right? There's periods of, like, yes. points where you're like, okay, this is what the character looks like. But... I think it's getting better, like Beanie Feldstein playing Fanny Bryce on Broadway. I know not. You know not? Um, <laughs> I know not. Beanie Feldstein the, is... The whoever is playing Ariel for the Disney movie. For the Disney movie, yes. Yes. So, I, I can relate to that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so casting directors are starting to be, like, more... Open? Open, yeah. More conscious of, like... Oh, we just cast these people who look like this all the time, and we right. shouldn't. And we shouldn't because it's not written in the script. It's that, and yeah. there are you there's know more. There's more people. There's people, princes come in all shapes and sizes. Exactly, people look how people look. There's. Have you seen Queen Marie Antoinette? <laughs> just like a general historical <laughs> figure. <laughs> like a lady. Yeah, and so I think they're becoming better. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, but I think casting is starting to change, Good. which is nice. Yeah. And, like, having a type, it's nice to have old reliable. Mm. To be able to be like, this is what I know I can do. This is what I know I can do well. So I'll pull this out. 
Right. But it's also nice to be challenged. And to grow. And to grow and to be able right. to show, like, I can do more than just this. I am you more know? than just bad villain. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> I am more than just skinning dogs. And <laughs> I'm just more than skinning dogs and telling jokes. <laughs> I can cry. I can cry. I can it. cry. <laughs> yeah. I can give you emotion. I can, I can I, love. I can love. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a, it's, in my opinion, it's a double-edged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I can see both sides of it. Because, like, you know, if you want, if you are, like, I'm the big burly dude, I'm probably, I would probably be cast as... As like a bodyguard or, so, or like that security or, or the big buff dude or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, or the intimidating figure or whatever. Yeah. And I'm cool with that, but I'd like to play other things. I was Shrek, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um. Which is that big meanie person that does everything wrong, and you know, it's Shrek. Everyone yeah. knows who Shrek is. If you don't, shame on you. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? Some <laughs> Some <laughs> But um, yeah. I mean, it's good to lean into that and yeah. get your roles. But then you got to at some point you should also try to expand. Yeah. And there, so there's it is a double edged sword. It's it's nice to lean into it, but I'm sure it's also nice to expand. Yes, it right? is. Because I was also the jester in Once Upon a Mattress, and and the jester mm-hmm. isn't typically a big. Yeah. A big bumbling fool like I am. <laughs> but but I was a big bumbling fool. For them, yeah. For that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you are a Christian. Yes. What is it like to be a Christian in uh the theater world? Personally for me, I don't think like it informs my life and my experience. Mm. But I don't think it very greatly affects my ability to perform, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like my performance. It's one of those things where, and I think it's also something very personal to me. Gotcha. Yeah, it's something that I keep more, like my faith is more, like if somebody asks me, of course I'll talk about it. Right. But it's more of a personal thing for me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because I'm, I was curious because I know some some uh, people will be like, well, if the show doesn't have a redemptive arc in it, I'm not going to be part it. of it. Yeah, I know there's a lot of, I, I, what word do I want to use? I guess I'm more open, open, relaxed. You know, I don't take more of a hardline stance. I more think more liberal. The, yeah, more liberal. Yeah, yeah because I. I think most stories, even if they don't have a redemption arc, have something in there. Something in there. Something beneficial to be told. Right. Something that can be learned or if not, something that can be enjoyed. You know, I think there's a moral to every story. Is that what you're saying? I think you can yeah, you can find a moral in every yeah. story. And even if a story like even if it's not like, oh, you know, at the end of the day, here's our lesson, you can walk away being like with something. With something. Everybody yeah. Every audience member, I think, no matter what production it is, walks away with something. Mm. Unless it's just a really bad production. (laughs) (laughs) Really bad Um, production. That's funny. Yeah. Like, you can, like, people can do bad theater. This is absolutely 100% true. Even Broadway does bad theater, like cats. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, (laughs) 
one of my first live theater experiences was cats and they were in the audience and I was terrified of those people in cat costumes just walking next to me. I am still traumatized. Forget the movie. <laughs> I want to see the original release of that movie where they didn't finish the CGI so they had just human hands and feet. I want to see that cut. I'm so upset I didn't get to the theaters soon enough. Wait, what? Yeah, they released that first cut with like not the CGI wasn't finished. Yeah, and then they re-released to like they sent a new version out to theaters with the CGI no quote unquote fixed. Yeah. You, you know what I want to see? What? I want to see the original Sonic movie with the old Sonic. <gasps> with that that terrifying design. <laughs> yeah. That so- like I love that through enough social media backlash from fans through pure bullying (laughs) pure bullying they changed his design i think that is and they the power of the people the power (laughs) of the people and uh, the power of peer pressure the power of peer pressure in a good way in a good use this was this was a justified this was justified (laughs) this was a justified bullying (laughs) to get that sonic fixed Right, and oh my gosh, has it been so successful for them, too. Now that they made a second one, I don't yeah. know if you saw that one. I didn't see that I one. haven't seen it yet. I plan to, because okay. Tails is in it, and oh. I, I personally love Tails much more than I love Sonic. Sonic? Yeah. Okay. Because um, I'm a gigantic Sega nerd, um, okay. and I, love, I loved all the Sonic games as a kid. So I, I was really excited when I saw Knuckles and like Dr. Eggman as, as Ashley, Dr. and Jim Carrey. What a casting. Jim Carrey is one of my favorite performers, and I hated his work growing up. Really? Yes. Um, I, liar, liar. I love that. Though. I know. Well, Bruce I don't know. Almighty? Are you kidding me? I did like Bruce Almighty. Okay. I loved Bruce good. Almighty. Bruce Almighty. I feel like you have to like Bruce you Almighty. You have to. It's such a good. It's so, it's so the good. Comedy, the comedy? Yeah. The concept? The concept is phenomenal. But I saw an interview with him recently where he was talking about how he suffered with depression, and he mm. talked about the character of being Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I res- like I gained so much respect for him in that. He was like, everybody expected something he, he, from me. He could have been a Robin Williams. Yeah. And gone down that, that path. Route, yeah. yeah. He was like, I ended up not having a sense of like self because mm. I was playing Jim Carrey. I wasn't Jim Carrey. Wow. Yeah, and I like... In that interview, I was like, I respect you so much. I I had a big turnaround with how I felt about his work. In really? That. Yeah. I've always loved his work. He, the, the Grinch. Oh, The Grinch, Grinch. is... That's, cinem- that's a cinematic masterpiece? That's not a movie, that's film. That's, that's... <laughs> okay? If anyone who says different, you're wrong. You're wrong? Okay. That Apparently, I was... I will, have you seen the new Stranger Things season? I'm... You're not, not a Stranger going, Things person? I, well, I, I, I don't really care. Actually, here's controversial opinion. Okay. I like spoilers because okay. I like figuring out how it happens. Okay. Because okay. if I know something happens, I'm like, okay, how does it get Let's there? Let's watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> for Stranger Things season four. Um, so they're big bad. Um, Vecna. It's not the guitar, dude. <laughs> it's not. I love Eddie Munson. I love him so much. Spoilers. 
When they killed him, I wept. Oh, no! <laughs> I wept in my bedroom. I wanted him around for next season. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're all... In the fifth season, is the last season, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the last one. Um, But they're big bad. He has all of these prosthetics, like makeup. Mm. And he, I think it's six hours he it takes for them to do his makeup and i was reading this just like brief little article about actors and their makeup and like actors who quit series or things because Because of the makeup process process. and i know jim carrey was trained by someone from the military or the army like a a torture expert Oh. On how to sit there and endure being put in that Grinch makeup for all oh, those hours. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's inc- oh, well, I, you know Dave Bautista? Uh, he's he's uh, he's in Marvel. He's Drax in Marvel. Okay, yes, yes. Um, at that, all that makeup, because that's all makeup, by the way, not okay. just CGI. Not just. But that that took that takes five hours. Ugh. To have to sit there, and he's like a WWE. Or he used to do, he used to do WWE. WWE. So he knows all the process, but even he was like, Whoa. "This is a lot. This is a lot." Yeah, to just sit sit there, there and and the f- first off, what if you're ticklish? True, true, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you're like getting all these paintbrushes all over you, and and having like all the, I can't wear nothing less than a hundred percent cotton. Okay. Uh, my skin will not handle it well. Okay. Um, and like I have to like wash shirts before I put them on because like when I first buy them. Yeah. Uh, or else I will feel very uncomfortable. Okay. And so I can't imagine what it's like to stand there in these uncomfortable suits. First off, because the suits they wear are uncomf- are yeah. uncomfortable. They're limiting. Yeah. Some of them are plastic, right? Yeah. Like for Val Valkyrie, uh, that actress, uh, she has to- all of her stuff is pa- plastic. And it forces, and something I didn't know, but a, a lot of the superhero uh, suits, they force you to have proper posture. Because of how tight they, like the build? Well, no, on purpose, because that's how a superhero looks. Oh, so they build it so you they can't build relax. They it in, yeah. That sucks. Right. I want to slouch. I, I wanted to see Captain America just relax. My <laughs> superhero slouch. Hashtag not my captain. <laughs> <laughs> I never slouch. True American slouch. True, true, that's, that's completely true, actually. You're a false American if you have good posture. Yeah, you're not a real American. Slouch like the rest of us. Slouch like you're, have bad posture like everyone and else here. Yeah. You eat well? How dare How Dare you. McDonald's and Burger King all the way. I will say, Italian McDonald's, so much better than American McDonald's. I'm sure. They have chicken wings. You could get a bucket, and the options to put in the bucket were like nuggets, Burgers. tenders, <laughs> popcorn chicken, and chicken wings. Pot, so it, it's a Kentucky Fried Chicken at McDonald's. Yeah. They like, there was the normal menu, and then... I, at the Here's Flor- the European menu. Yeah, well, at the Florence, this was at the Florence train station. So, like, there's like, you know, the normal, like the croissant and the blah blah on like this menu. And then I looked to my left and was like, fill this bucket with this chicken. And I was like, I oh. people don't understand how much I would pay for a bucket of <laughs> <laughs> chicken. <laughs> 
I was, it was too early in the morning. Otherwise, I was like, I have to try the chicken. Because my thing was like, I want to go to McDonald's in Italy because I want to see the difference. And I'm sure the size differences are. It's actually not that different. Like the fries uh-huh. and the drinks are different, but like a burger looks like a burger. I thought they were, even those were smaller. Not as far as I can remember. Hmm. But like. I know their plates are smaller over there. Yes. And for smaller portions, mm-hmm. which I thought was wild. But also, so I ate so much food in Italy. So much food. And I lost so much weight. <laughs> I know, I know. And that's the thing about America. Like, I saw this meme recently. It was like, you could eat trash in, in like, Europe and whatever. And and you can, like, smoke and whatever, and you're healthy. Yeah. Over in America, you, you breathe the air, you drink the water, and you sleep for 10 hours, and you're unhealthy healthy. and tired. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but, like, there'd be nights where we would go and, like, the only place open in town that late was this place called In Chips. And you would just go get this, like, paper cone, this huge paper cone filled with fried food. And you could pick what fried food went in it. So we would get, like, polenta and chicken tenders and french fries. And then they had, like, like 14 different sauces you could pick from. Oh and gosh. we'd just walk around eating these cones of fried food. And we just all lost weight. Or we'd get, like, we'd order pizzas and we'd eat pizza just pizzas and we lost weight or i'd get falafel just delivered to the to the villa and i lost weight you know what it is you know what what it's uh and this is this is this might get a little conspiratorial okay but but i mean well it's the truth that that americans love our sugary food we do right and we love everything sweet and over oversaturated and uh it's we we like our fructose syrup, yes, right, we do. and that's what kills. Because isn't it high fructose corn syrup creates fat deposits you can't burn off? Something like that, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Something like that. But if you looked at everything, and they name it different things all the time, it's it's high fructose syrup, it's corn syrup. That's what that's also. Uh, it's just uh, and it's in everything. It's on all the drinks, and it's in all yeah. the food, and it makes. And I've I've slowly realized this, but it makes it's sticky. Sticky stuff in your mouth. It makes it. It makes it feel your mouth makes sticky. Sticky. Okay. Uh, um. Well, because that's that's how I that's how I know. Because if I've had lemonade with with high fructose syrup, you have that. It's the stickiness and the ba- yeah. and the only drink that I like, only uh soda that I like is Sprite, and okay. I I just I don't know why, but I just love Sprite. Um. But it has the it, it has the high fructose syrup in it, and you can feel it whenever because. As a singer, or you can feel like the stickiness, yeah, that the residue that's left so over behind. when you when you when you drink it. But it, when you have like lemonade and stuff like that, it's not there. Yeah, like actual for real, real lemonade. lemonade. And yeah. it's like I I'm started switching, and I I found this TikTok. <laughs> you love a TikTok. I, I love a TikTok, and uh, it told told me how to make Sprite without the. Without the sprite, <laughs> sprite without the sprite, well, you, you know, like yeah. effectively the same thing. It's like zesting uh, lemons and lime, and like a- adding you know whatever sugars, just not high fructose, fructose syrup. Yeah. And I'm gonna start doing that, and because apparently it tastes more like sprite than sprite does. But that's terrible. Not like not like that you have a good alternative, but like the fact that like sprite doesn't even taste like sprite. Well, sometimes it doesn't because uh, yeah. it's it's just so syrupy, or there's not enough syrup in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's and it's crazy how unhealthy, like 
the you know like we can get into arguments about the FDA and like all of the the money going into there mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Like yeah. Euro- European stuff is way healthier. Yeah, the food regulations are different. Are way different, and yeah. they're so strict because they, not not the well, I'll, maybe they care about their people. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps that's what it is. But but I mean that's what it seems like because yeah. it, it's it is so. Granted, the food over here is delicious. Correct. But it's so unhealthy for you. And I I don't think have you seen uh the supersize me? Yes. About McDonald's? Terrifying. Terrifying. I didn't know that you could supersize things over in the past. But, I, yeah. But they had to get rid, rid of, of it, it because because of, because of him and and the health effects it had on him. If you haven't seen that documentary, it's a documentary on uh this guy uh in the past you could go to McDonald's and and say supersize me mm-hmm. and they would give you like an extra extra large of everything. And and what I mean, when you see your largest now, that's nothing compared to the extra size. extra large. Yeah, it's so big. It's so big, and and it's it's it, they, he did this documentary of where he only ate that McDonald's. Yeah, only ate McDonald's, and and all the health and all the research that they did into the food and how it makes you feel. Yeah, how, how it makes you feel more hungry. In some cases, it makes you sad. It yeah, it makes you, you sad. Makes you want to go get more. Yeah, it's like a drug almost. And and this is all based off that documentary. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, and I'm he had horrible. to like change the rules that he was functioning under yeah. to where he wouldn't ask to be supersized. He would only supersize if they asked him, "Would you yes. like to super?" Because it was doing so much bad stuff doing, to him. Yeah, he he went into this thinking that he could do it. Yeah, and be where, fine. Where he would he would ask them to supersize, but. It, it got so bad where he changed the rules on it yeah. because he was feeling so bad that they would only he would only supersize if they asked him. Mm, yeah. And that was a lot of the time still. Yeah, still. And, like, the doctor he saw before he started the whole thing was like, I don't think you'll see any negative side effects to doing this. I think you'll be right. fine. And I was like, a medical professional thinks you'll be fine? But they just didn't know. They just did not know and until he did it, and it's crazy how like here's some of the stuff that makes me upset. Okay, um, if you look at a chicken from the 1940s, yes, compared to a chicken today, yes, you can just understand. And people will be like, "Well, it's breeding." No, <laughs> you're wrong. You're incorrect. It, they they, I mean, in some ways, you're right. Yeah, they yeah. made they made a chicken. Um, unnaturally fat, unnaturally big, fed with all this junk. The reason why I didn't know this, but apparently chicken tastes way worse than it. Like, if you have like a natural chicken, and I'm talking like a thing that can actually walk on two legs, (laughs) and can actually like run. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's what chickens used to be. Yeah. Instead of these big fat waddling. Tortured creatures filled with disease. Yeah. In some cases, um, apparently that chicken tastes way, way better, better. than it does now. Ugh. Yeah, because they just feed it with so much crap. crap. Yeah. That. Ugh. Stuff like that that yeah. makes me upset. Yeah. Because it's more. Yeah. I want to know what a 1940s chicken tastes like. I want to know what a 1940s chicken tastes like too. I want to know what I've been robbed of. I wonder if 
I wonder if Italy did Italy chicken. I didn't have chicken a lot in Italy. I will say when I came back from Italy, the thing I craved the most was a burger and a salad. Let me tell you what. Really? I struggled so deeply finding salads when I was in Italy. And the one day I ordered salad, it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I was like lettuce and carrots and a few tomatoes and then a weird dressing. And it could be that I just didn't like the dressing. dressing, No. Italian dressing, maybe, I guess. No. It was like, it's closer to like what we Americans would have called a French. Mm. Like that orangey. Orangey. And I was just, I ate it because I wanted a vegetable so badly. But I missed, I missed burgers and I missed salads. Because also a lot of the vegetable, it's like there was a lot of eggplant and stuff. Mm. And I don't like eggplant. Mm. So a lot of times I'd be like, no veggie option for me. I don't like an aubergine. Thank I was going to say, did you know how to call it in other places? I don't enjoy an aubergine. Thank you. But... Yeah, and then I got a burger in Italy once, and I was like... It's not the same. It's not the same. It tasted healthy. And, and that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's not what I wanted. I wanted a greasy you know, burger. I, I haven't been able to eat out for a while because mm-hmm. uh, money. Yeah. Um, and But recently, I, I, I got a paycheck, and I was like, I'm going to get a Burger King. I don't care. Yes. I'm going to get a Baconator. Yes. I'm going to enjoy that. Yes. And then I'm going to be sad that I can't enjoy it for, for another long period, another of, long time. period of time. It's Sometimes you just need it. It's comfort food. I it's mean, that's, comfort that's what it was. Food. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what the documentary was. It was more about being comfort food than, than being food. Yeah. Food it's food. Not, it's not food food. <laughs> it's comfort food. It's for food. when you're sad. It's for when you're sad and it makes you feel better. And yeah. then it makes you sad again later. That's true. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's a never ending cycle. Of just being sad. But hey, the fries are good. The fries are very McDonald's good. fries, at least. McDonald's fries are good. Here's something cool I didn't know about McDonald's. Something cool, but also weird. Um, they, they're, they're, the reason why their Sprite tastes so good is because they make the straws wider. And so they oh. allow more of the carbonation to come through, which, which spices it up. Makes it, makes that spices extra, it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like because the, the sprite at McDonald's tastes wildly different than any other sprite, right? Yeah, it's because of those enlarged straws that allow the uh, more carbonation and more more that stuff, more of the spice. Stuff. The spice. I haven't had through. McDonald's in so long, and I'm going to go to McDonald's after this. <laughs> now I'm just hungry. Yeah. Right. Well, um, we're kind of ending out the show, so oh. I'll, I'll let you get uh, let you get over there to McDonald's. Um, to McDonald's yes. and uh, be healthy, kids. Yes, please don't do what I'm doing. No, uh, when I when I raise my children, we're not going to McDonald's. We're not going yeah. to Burger King. We're not doing none of that. We're eating PB and J's. Yes. <laughs> we have tuna tuna. People are gonna say I'm disgusting for this, but I love tuna mac and cheese. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't okay, yuck anyone's enough. yum. Um. Well, that was like that was that was the struggle meal for me. We would have Miracle Whip, stir, stir that up with the. Mac and cheese, okay. put tuna in there, and uh, bacon bits. Ooh, okay. And people trash on me because they're like, tuna soda. No, you've been brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, no, Sorry. enjoy the tuna. Enjoy the tuna. But um, uh, that's something I'm going to keep strict on my kids. Like, listen, you're not going to have soda because it's addicting. It's, yeah, it's a pro- like growing up, I didn't, I don't like the way carbonation makes mm. my nose feel. So I don't really drink soda anyway. 
the only soda I will really ever get is like a root beer when I want root beer? I want to drink with a little taste as opposed to my water. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm the same way. But because it's not healthy. It's not. It's not good for you. And it's and when you're a kid, yeah, you can just you can burn that off no problem. Uh, well, I mean, it's not going to affect you as a kid. Yeah. As much. It just. But it'll carry on into your adult life, and that's where it's going to mess you up, and that's where you're going to get really big yeah. and unhealthy. And it's going to form negative habits. Negative habits, exactly. Yeah. And you're not going to. I'm going to be sure because that something my parents didn't really quite. Uh, and it was more of a money problem than anything. But I, I feel like they didn't feed me enough uh, vegetables because that's I didn't know that, but that's where your taste buds like start. Really? If, yeah, if you're being fed vegetables or something early on, that'll grow up into your adult life. And so, yeah, so I love green beans because I always got green, green beans. beans. I, I don't like bananas as much because I never really got bananas. I okay. love grapes because I used to eat grapes all, all the time. time. I'm Stuff so like picky about grapes. I need a grape with good surface tension. I agree. Yeah, I, I can't a have a sour mushy grape. grape as well. Yeah. Green grapes, I love them. Green grapes are good. Purple grapes? Not it a big depends. fan. It depends. Okay. It depends. Because if if it's sweet enough, then it's okay. Yeah, but if but, it's but mediocre, if, if it's mediocre, it's like why would I even bother? Right? Like, why do I want a mediocre grape? <laughs> Up no. here talking from an ivory tower. <laughs> I don't want a mediocre. Grape. Oh, you down there with your mediocre grapes? You your mushy. <laughs> you can eat your mushy semi-sweet grapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what uh, what is something that you wish you knew now? That you wish you had known when you first started your career? Ooh. Stand up for yourself and ask for what you want. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I still have this problem. I'm very much a yes person, even if it overwhelms me or if it's too much or I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I wish I had been able to say, no or say yes but yes but yeah that's also important yeah things like that being able to really be like assertive sticking up for myself Mm -hmm. you know i wish i had been and like being afraid of saying no to opportunities and then not getting opportunities again yeah i wish i had been able to be more assertive with what i need in my and just how i'm treated yeah yeah so what is uh, would you say that's maybe one of your biggest mistakes that you've made or you've seen made? Yeah, I feel like, and it's something I'm starting to work on now too as I'm getting older, but you know, the theater is a business and mm-hmm. contracts are contracts and you need to know what you're worth. Yeah. And you know, you you should never feel bad asking for what you're worth. Now, you should be able to negotiate with, depending on how much someone can pay you. Yes. But also don't let people take advantage of you. Yeah. So you should be able to, and, you know, the worst somebody can say is no. So you should, you know, it's a business, know your worth, and negotiate. And move on when it's time. Yes. Yeah. That's something I've learned. That's big, too. Got to move on when when it's time to move on. Yeah. You can't feel stuck. What is something, some advice you would, uh, other than that, what is some advice you would give to starting or aspiring actors, actresses? Do it all. Not just acting. Do it all. Do costumes. Do stage crew somehow. Because those skills, number one, if you can't get work as an actor, you'll still be working in go. the theater yep. for a contract. And because 
it's so beneficial as an actor to have those skills and be able to connect connect like being able to understand a stage manager and their position and their job and their stress levels and their stress levels and then being able to help mitigate that and help them as well yeah they're going to want to work with you again mm-hmm. and like a costumer like if you're if something rips and you know the costumer's not in until your day off on monday you can fix, fix, fix it, it by yourself you can fix it by yourself you don't have to be stuck mm-hmm. um and then there's less work on the costumers but now not i wouldn't recommend doing that everywhere right and for everything <laughs> learn like, your place yes le- know your place is yes. also a big one but like if a button pops off your shirt you can fix that you can fix that like if your pants split that's different the, yeah, if you got a whole rip like i do in my jeans yeah you don't don't yeah <laughs> it's new. knowing your Wait. place and knowing how you can help and also understanding everything. Yes. Because also with certain companies, that's they want an actor who has other skills. Mm-hmm. Like at the Dutch Apple, they have a stage manager, but the actors are also, they move the sets. They do the role drops while mm-hmm. they're off stage. So being able to have those skills makes your job easier and gets and you hired gets more. Gets hired more, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have to do that training anymore. Exactly. You know what you're doing. So... With all that said, yes, this has been a wonderful time. If yeah, you want to find out more, yeah, if you want to find out more about Alyssa, please check out her website. Uh, it's AlyssaCrookTalent.com. And your Instagram? Underscore Alyssa Crook underscore. Do you have a TikTok? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you'll find it. Maybe you'll find it if you dig enough. <laughs> With all that said, you can follow us on facebook.com forward slash the story, Corey Rosen. You can follow us on TikTok, the story podcast, I think it is. Um, you'll find us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as well as underscore the underscore. No, sorry. It's the underscore story <laughs> underscore podcast. I really got to find a better name for, for that one because yeah. uh, the story podcast is all taken. Alyssa uh, go, Crook was taken. I'm afraid. How dare people take my ideas before me? Right, how dare they have the same name? How dare they have the same name? Um, so, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, on on uh, TikTok, we are just at the story podcast. There yeah. you'll find uh, different different stuff. We have our silly cues that we like to ask our, our guests afterwards that isn't on the show. Um, so you can find the stuff there in cool collages. What are they called? Compilations. Uh, compilations. <laughs> Collage. <laughs> I don't know. Um, And if you want to support us, please do share. And if you really, really want to support us, please do visit our merchandise and get a sticker with the logo on it and our shirts shirts and hoodies. I got to be careful with my my (laughs) slurring of words. Words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, check out our hoodies and our shirts. There they have the logo on the front and the first 50 guests, including Miss Alyssa Crook. On the yeah. back. With all that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. We will be back shortly uh, in like 30 minutes with a new guest called Kieran K. Benton. He is a cool drummer. And I hope you guys, I hope you guys stay tuned for that. With all that said, I will see you guys later. Bye-bye.